Okay, so rebooting your computer is a, it's a sad experience. I just finished a really sad book. Really? Yeah, I mean, I had, I don't know, like 20 pages left or something. So while my computer was rebooting, I was reading it. And oh my God, now I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> and happy Monday to you, everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been crying very easily lately, um, you know, in the oh God, never, yeah, we all have. The yeah. never ending uh days of our lives catch up. This was an episode from May. The detective had to arrest her own sister, her little sister, and I started crying. Then the their I work have is not done, I guess. Cried at days of our lives. Since they killed off E.J. Demera the first time back in like 2018, maybe. Well, we've talked about this. You're in a very fragile state right now. Oh, my God. I'm in such a fragile state right now. Yeah, exactly. Having to move away from me must be really traumatic for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, part of it is moving, right? Like when I bought this house. I assumed I was going to just retire and die in this house. I mean, I didn't really. I had already I had always figured that if one of our kids had children, I would move to wherever they were to help them as much as I could with their kids. Right. But yes, you were telling everybody that you were ready to retire and die in that house. <laughs> right. Cuz you told well, me, right? You said like your neighbors were asking, "Are you flipping this house?" Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to retire. No, I'm going to die in this house. Which You might be the one who finds me. So let's, you know, stay sharp. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think if I had known that I was going to be moving out of this house, I would have been more proactive about all the weeds on my tree lawn. But Well, that's metaphorical as well, though. I think there's weeds and there's emotional weeds and there's... There's ownership weeds. You have so much stuff in your home that you never thought you'd have to dig into the depths of to analyze and sort through and chuck. And that's just so not your strength. Yeah, because there's a whole lot. I mean, I come from a long line of people who are not good at dealing with physical objects, you know, and (laughs) I have a lot of their stuff that they didn't deal with. That I just ran out of stamina to deal with. Like, you know, I mean, I get these great ideas. It's the whole ADHD thing. I'm like, woohoo, I'm going to sort through these 5,000 boxes of crap in two days. It's going to all be great. And I hit box three, and then I'm just like, this is a soul level fatigue that I cannot surmount. So then well, this- those. 4,997 boxes end up going along to the next place. Right. But this is why this gets to be a long-term move. You can just slowly come back every month or so when you've stored up some stamina to go ahead and attack one room or one corner of a room and clear out one level and find the floor again. And then you'll slump onto your uh, chaise long and call it a day and come back in a month. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, like, at the same time, I'm trying to acquire a very precise set of items that need to be there for decor at my wedding. It's just, it's too many things. (laughs) 
Well, I get it. And I that's why I'm being very lenient on you when you come to my house and offload stuff as a way station. You know, you come to the place where it is the most difficult place in explored space to get rid of things because you can't throw anything away. Oh, you mean the town of Ann Arbor? Yes. Yes. And and you will bring a few things to me. You know, my father did the same thing. He gave me his golf clubs. He'll never play golf again. He acknowledges that. And he gave them to me. And now I have two. And I have barbecue tongs. And you came and brought me some barbecue tongs. And now I have two. And I was thinking about that, too, because I'm thinking of things I have doubles of. You know, golf clubs and barbecue tongs. So that's welcome to me, you know, Midwestern dad. Because we talked about this, right? Robert sent me that thing saying that the word Doug essentially means Midwestern father. Oh, that's funny. Which is weird, because when my parents named me that, I was neither of those two things. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm (laughs) wondering, all right, well, I guess there's nature and there's nurture. Was I fated to become a Midwestern father because they named me Doug? I think you were. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think I you will never forget, by the way, you know how you told me when we met that I was a family man without the family. I, yeah, I will never forget that. It's true. Um, I have a confession. I have been sneaking items into your house, very specifically books onto your bookshelf since I started I seen cleaning that? out my uncle's house in 2016. You think I haven't seen that? Of course I've noticed that. <laughs> So you noticed that you have doubles. I tried to only bring the books over that you already had a copy of. So I would just put them on the opposite bookshelf so you wouldn't put it together. It's probably only about a dozen books. Look, it's a great plan because I have too many books. But yes, of course, you've been smuggling books into my house for years. (laughs) And I've actually, I had this great idea because I've decided that, you know how fathers put on sympathy weight for when Mm -hmm. their wives are pregnant? I'm staging a sympathy move. <laughs> as you know, like half my living room now is looks as though I'm moving out tomorrow because I'm getting the uh, the rug cleaners in. And that's going to give me such great joy, you know, ever since I power washed my patio. You are um, very into the power washing, I've got to say. Oh, my God. And those those carpet cleaning videos on Instagram, <laughs> that is a rabbit hole right there. <laughs> These things come in fire damaged, unrecognizable, and they leave ready for the showroom. I got to get me a pair of those big boots. (laughs) See, that's how I feel about Dr. Pimple Popper. The kids are like, oh, God, Mom, can you watch that? And to me, it's like there's a problem. There's a problem. And Dr. Sandra Lee fixes the problem. Right, but there's dirt and there's pus. Pus is different. Biological that's a bigger deal. No. Let it be known okay. that I did not say the P word. You said you implied the P it. word. I merely said I watched Dr. Pimple Popper videos. Right. And which implies the word pus. Absolutely. Well, I guess. So I'm so, having a sympathy move and I'm going through and looking at all these duplicate books that you smuggled into my house and thinking, oh, because I am I have boxes now sorting into the <laughs> try to sell donate to the library you know there's there are plenty of places for books and of course you know the next stage is rid of books though it's hard to get rid of books oh it absolutely is not i've i gotta say once i've read them i mean i have favorites that i will never get rid of i just like the decor i mean that's my problem i just like having books on the wall that make me feel smart but the great thing about this town at least there are so many give a book take a book libraries Mm mm-hmm 
I'm just going to fill up the back of the car with a bunch of books I don't want anymore. And I'm just going to go around and just shove them in all these little libraries all over town. There's got to be a hundred. Okay, well, then now I know what to do with all of the books that I don't want that are here. Well, this is been, why I'm surprised you didn't catch on to that, because I've been you must pass the books, a dozen well, of them I on your way Detroit. in. Detroit. We don't have those give a book, take a book libraries. You should build one and start a trend. Um, that would be a lot of maintenance. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that would be a lot of work. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be a lot of work. Like, my tree lawn is a thistle farm now. Ugh. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. So, well, but you, um, you would get the idea to build a library and then get the lumber and it would sit in a pile on your lawn. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we need to finish this up quickly, but I'm going to tell you a story about a thing that I tried to get rid of and then thought was a problem. Oh my God. Well, the way you're selling this already, I'm on tenterhooks. <laughs> okay, so this was when our older son, Robert, was at the Catholic boys' school and they had to wear a uniform, which was dress pants of some sort, a button-down shirt of some sort, a necktie of some sort. It could be a regular necktie or a bow tie. Why are and you adding some sort to everything? That seems unnecessary. And shoes, right? Well, I mean, it wasn't like a strict uniform of like, you know, black pants and white shirt, right? They had some leeway for choice, but it had to be dress pants. And so Robert... Right, but the had... repetition seemed more aligned for oratory than for actual prose. Okay, well, that's me. This is an extemporaneous speech. So um, Robert had borrowed a pair of your pants to wear to school, As your he does. dress pants yeah. to wear to school. And this was the same time when I was living in my Uncle Tim's house after he died trying to clean out all of his stuff. And he had worked in an office. He had worked from home, all kinds of stuff. So he had just tons and tons of clothes. Some of them were very formal business. Some of them were business casual, all this kind of stuff. And so the Catholic school had this like clothes closet where you could donate the clothes that your boys had grown out of. And then the other parents could come in and buy them for a dollar for a pair of pants or a dollar for a shirt or something like that. It was just like a clothing rack that was stuck in the closet for the mother's club. And they would pull it out every month for the mother's club meeting. So I just brought a whole load of clothes from Uncle Tim that I thought would be appropriate that kids might want to wear to school in all these different sizes and donated them. And then the next day, Robert could not find your pants to wear to school anymore. And we looked and looked and looked and looked and looked for your pants. And I remember this. We could not tell you where the pants were. And you were asking Robert where the pants were because you wanted to wear them again. And so you were asking Robert for the pants back. And I was like, oh, shit. I have donated <laughs> Doug's pants. <laughs> Clothes closet. And I was not going to be able to get into the clothes closet for another month. And I was going to have to be there early for the Mother's Club meeting so I could get to the clothes closet before anyone else did, find your pants and buy them back for a dollar. God, your life is a sitcom. It really is. This was like, you know, we've had all these Seinfeldian episodes in our life together, especially remember when you got us banned from the Vietnamese delivery place? Yes. Yes. And then I still would go in there during the day because the guy had never seen my face and didn't know my voice. So I could go in there in person, but I couldn't order from our apartment. And I didn't want to tell you, I don't know if I ever told you this before, that I used to go in there for lunch all the time because I could. 
Of course. And you, what you need to do, what you need to do is write the book of things you never told me. (laughs) And I can go through and decide how many of those things I figured out on my own. Right. Now the Vietnamese thing, that wasn't a high priority. So yeah, if you're, if that happened, okay. But I'm totally not surprised. I knew as soon as the kids were the same size as I am, that the chaos would start because they would bring things over to your home and yes. that's the last they were ever seen. And yeah, I exactly. kind of knew to build that into my experience as a person. Well, <laughs> Possessions are fleeting and your sons are going to borrow stuff, bring them to your ex-wife's house where they will be found by archaeologists. Well, so I was working two angles. One angle on this was, is it possible? Just two? That's why wow, you're slipping. <laughs> is it possible for me to get into the mother's club closet at some point to just find the pants and get them out? I would still have left the dollar, right? Could but you this have recognized was... them if you saw them in the rack? Oh, Did you know what you're looking dubious. for? Very yeah, dubious. I'm, I don't think you would have known what you were looking for once you got there. And that's the best part. That's how the well, sitcom yeah, goes. Because exactly. you do all these things to get in the position to get my pants back, and then you don't know what you're looking for. Well, I do remember that I was trying to find out from you what size the pants were without (laughs) saying to you, I may have told you. So if you were like a size 34 waist, would that be something that fits you? (laughs) All right. Were they khaki? Were they more of a beige? What color, right? So khaki. Do you you like khaki as a style? I mean, is that what men wear? Of sneaking into the person's apartment to reset their answering machine so they wouldn't hear the message that you left, right? So that was the one angle. Exactly. Then the other angle was I was going to volunteer to set up at that mother's club meeting, but keep an eagle eye out for all of those clothes to come out and then leave my post and go (laughs) ruffle through all the pants (laughs) to find the imagined pair of pants. So as I was and working on these, hope that my name two... was in them, like I'd been to camp or something. <laughs> right. As I was working on these two pl- plans, the pants turned up; they were wadded into a ball and shoved under the seat of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Another place where things go to die. <laughs> that, was, that was the denouement. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing that story. I think that's a real interesting window into our relationship. I'm aware of how most of my things disappear, and so it's ironic now that you're kind of make good in the world you're trying to balance the ledger and bring me a bunch of stuff (laughs) to counter all the stuff that's made its way out of my house over the years brought you a pair of pants from my uncle yesterday (laughs) (laughs) wow Um, can you imagine me walking around with tim's pants on that would be Mm -hmm. something else (laughs) i don't know how to end these things but um Um, i just think we're done right like, we don't have to yeah. have any fancy sign-off. This is just the Monday check-in. We told you some stories. Right. That's it. So do you feel better? Yeah, I do feel better. It was still a sad book. Have you processed the tragedy of your book? Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, all right, see you Wednesday. All right. <laughs>